it's a, a mental health type of day. Like, I for real have had a... It's been one of those weeks. If you can't hear the music, it's because you're watching. If you want to listen to the music, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere where podcasts listen to so you can't hear the music. This week we're listening to Neighborhood Sweater Weather. Such a dope song. With my toes in the sand. I posted in mad groups and Facebook. If y'all don't allow it, just delete me from the group. I don't want to be in it. If I can't post my show, remove me. Just remove me. It's Kasabian. Kasabian Live 01. What's going on, beautiful people? What's going on, beautiful people? My name's Kasabian Lavo. Welcome back to the Kasabian Lavo Show. My name is Kasabian, and I'll be your host. Uh, behind this microphone with talent on loan from God. And it's, it's really a really windy, windy day, and the building might make noise. Literally, the concrete is, like, swaying with this bloody wind. What's going on? Uh, let's have a little mental wellness check before we get the show started. How's everybody doing? How you feeling? Have you been retrograding or some shit in Jupiter or Mars or Japan? I don't know. Wherever the fuck you retrograde. So we're coming out of retrograde or something. I know everybody's been feeling kind of shitty and icky. I get it. Listen, we haven't even talked about that little bump that they've been giving on the 15th when that stops. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It is about to get tough out there. Listen, let's just. I'm trying to make the hoodies as cheap as I possibly can. I promise y'all, if y'all saw how much money I make off of the hoodies, you wouldn't even be, I'm, I'm really, the shipping has been a bitch. The materials are so expensive. Like, yo, it's going to be tight. So I'm doing everything I can to try to make everything very feasible. We're going to try to get into beanies, like embroidered beanies and shit too, and just see if we can keep it low because things are going to get tight. And I, I see people starting to like crumble. Do you want to talk? Do you need someone to talk? I'm sorry, I wasn't looking on Mark. Um, do you need someone to talk? You might need someone to talk. It's getting there. It's getting there again. It's getting there again. Just fucking. <sighs> it's a lot. It's a lot. We got some breaking news for today's show. We'll be talking about Kodak Black lightly. Nothing much. I really don't want to get into it. It was a little weird. Uh, if you don't know, there's an iOS update that you might need that came out today. iOS uh, 15.0.2. It's an update for your bug. We'll. Uh, I'll just bring that back up. Southwest cancellations. What's really going on? Are they having cancellations or is there a strike or is it the vaccine issue? Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Tyson Fury and Dante Waller. We'll talk about their fight. And uh, that was a pretty phenomenal fight. It was like a really good uh, heavyweight fight. It, honestly, to watch both of them guys bang like that was was pretty dope. It was weird because like they're two of the most like slowest looking big guys you've ever seen. But it was a good fight. There's a hashtag right now going around that says, do not comply. I didn't want to use it for the title because last time I used one of these viral fucking titles, it kicked the whole show and we couldn't even go live. So do not comply. I don't know what it is, but hashtag do not comply is going on around there. We literally got the story at the end of the show. I I got rid of another story and put this one in. So we're going to learn this one together. There's a genderless toy aisle law coming to California. Let's talk about that. And what does that even mean to you and your kids if you have kids? We'll also be talking about the new Superman. Yeah. Superman um, is now coming out as bisexual. Today is National Coming Out Day, and they will be there will be a new Superman with a whole new storyline. And this Superman happens to be bisexual. We're talking about that. Did you know that the laptops that they gave our kids, they were spying on our kids? 
I knew, so I didn't let my kids do nothing on those things, and they had to put them in a certain place. We'll talk about what's going on with that and food stamps. Because Biden has done nothing, and let's ruin the economy and ruin our kids' future even more with raising food stamps. And I'll tell you why. I'll give you two stories on why what's going on with food stamps from the mainstream media, and I'll tell you why food stamps are so detrimental to our future and detrimental to just how uh, our economy actually works. And uh, we'll get into that more, and let's have a good show. Remember, if you're a part of the studio audience, head over to YouTube. That's the best place to talk to us, because that's where we see you. Mm-mm-mm, mm-mm. I ain't gonna lie, it don't taste as good when it's not cold. When it's warm, it's like, it's mids. It's mids. We're gonna have to talk about that. Definitely mids. Hey, today's show is brought to you by Hemper. I think we should talk about Hemper, because those guys are cool over there at Hemper. Head over to Hemper. Use Kasabian Lava at checkout. I think that saves you something. We're not even sure. Use Kasabian Lava at checkout. Go find out what it does at Hemper. And uh, check out what they got. These dope boxes. We have the new Volcano box. And there's a new box on the way. So if you haven't seen them, check out our ad with the duck. There was a little rubber ducky bong. A rig, excuse me. It's super dope. Super dope. Also, head over to Popple. Popple.co. Use Kasabian Lava at checkout and save 20% with your Popple. And what's Popple? Popple's a digital business card. You literally just like stick it to your phone or get one of their really dope accessories and people just tap the phone and it pops and they get all your information. And if you're a, a business person like myself, I'm a realtor. If you didn't know that and you need a home in Vegas or anywhere in the world, reach out to me. I can help you. But as a realtor, it's always good to be able to get my information to clients as fast as possible and in a very cleanly way, especially after Corona. I mean, why not a better way than Popple? One, they're super duper, totally cute. They're cheap. They're like very affordable and feasible and you can upgrade your picture so i mean it, you you stay ahead of like the competition because you're different like that's dope I, I just i find it dope thank you for supporting the show remember when you fuck with them you you fuck with the show maybe i shouldn't have said fuck with maybe i shouldn't use such vulgar uh <laughs> vulgar language all right let's get into today's show we're still using the touch screen um teleprompter and i think i'm doing pretty good i don't know we just got to figure out the positioning because I, I can't look at the mark it's right in front of me and i can't look at it even though the camera's like like that i still can't it just ah shit my elbow oh fuck <laughs> everything got real hot <laughs> i just hit my elbow <laughs> yeah that's embarrassing as shit all right let's get into these stories y'all oh yeah head over to klava.com check out the merch if you weren't listening, shout out to my podcast listeners, to all the millions of podcast listeners. We appreciate you. And to those that are watching, shout out to y'all too. Podcast listeners, make sure you head over to klavo.com. We have a TKLS hoodie. Go check it out. What's going on, beautiful people? And it's got the cartoon face, the monogram with my face on it. Go check it out. We're definitely going to run those for a while. They come in two colors. They're in pink and in sand, like a soft brown, sandy color. Very neutral colors. They're dope. And we have a crop top coming for the ladies and for the fellas. What's up? I'll be posing with the crop top finger, my belly button, and all that. Fly, yo. We're going to be at all the Kmarts in America. I think they closed them all, but that's where the hoodie's going to be. But now nah, head over to klabo.com. Check out the music, the merch, past and previous shows. We have YouTube videos up there. The podcast is up there. Merch is there. All my music. Uh, if you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> Just head over there and let's get this popping. So this story comes from uh, NBC News. Breaking news. At least two people were killed and two others were hospitalized when a small plane crashed in the neighborhood in Sanita, California, near San Diego on Monday. Officials say part of the plane stuck into the back of a home. City fire officials said the plane crashed and impact impacted at least two houses and, del and a delivery truck. 
damn. A fire hydrant and city of it and a fire hydrant. City officials said the FAA said a twin engine Cessna C-34 crashed at 1214. Why is it breaking news if it was at 1214? 1214 local time. It's not yet clear how many people were on board. There are at least two burn victims who believe to be from a home in Santa. F what? From a home? Santa Fire. Ch okay. Why? Put spaces. Santa Fe Fire Chief John Garlow said multiple structures and multiple cars are on fire. The blaze has been since extinguished. Officials said, why is it written this way? It's written so that I can look like a fucking tard. <laughs> that was so bad. I apologize. I shouldn't have said that. But I really, wow, that was rough. So that just happened, I guess, earlier today, which really wasn't breaking. I got to talk to my producer about that, but a plane did fall out of the sky. That seems to be a thing in California. We really need to find out what the fuck is going on over there. Um, did you know that your iOS has another update? If you didn't, go check. It's iOS 15.0.2. Uh, I think it's dot, maybe not point, whatever. Go check it out. Fix those bugs. The phone's been acting a little funny. Spotify has been draining your battery 30% faster and a lot faster overall. And a couple other things have been crashing, something with the pictures and, and whatever else. If you haven't changed your web browser after the update, you should definitely Google it. There's a way to change it and make it go back to the old way. With it at the bottom is dumb as shit. I don't like it at the bottom. It's very difficult to operate with it at the bottom. What else is going on? Yo, did you? Okay. I love Kodak Black. I have such an affinity for Kodak Black. I have always loved Kodak Black. I've always talked about him and I promoted him. I want him to do good. I feel like he is just a very special kid. I really do. I think he expresses himself very well in music. And, I, and I, he's damaged, man. The kid, he don't have no daddy and, and, and it shows. And, you know, he's hurt. The, the boy is really hurt. But he was dancing with his mom. And uh, <sighs> help me, y'all. Hell, I, what's going on in Florida? Trick daddies that... Yo, my boy, we got one more time. What's good? What's going on in Florida? Trick daddies, the eat a booty committee captain or some shit like this, and now Kodak is grabbing on his mama's ass while they slow dancing. Somebody help me. I don't want to talk about this type of shit. This is where we are. Just help me understand. Okay, did you try to fly Southwest this weekend? Right? Nobody did. Because guess what? They canceled all the flights. We're not saying there's a strike. There might be. There might not be. A lot of people were saying that because of the new vax mandate. A lot of the pilots like, no, we're not going to do it. And it's causing these outages, which is like a trickle effect. Like once they start canceling now, it kind of it takes them a little while, a couple months to kind of recover. And it seems like that might be the issue at the moment. So let's talk about what's going on in Southwest. Uh, Southwest cancels over 350 flights, delayed around 600. So uh, this story comes from Rudders. Southwest Airlines said on Monday it expects to resume normal services this week after canceling more than 2,500 scheduled flights since fucking Saturday, blaming unfavorable weather and air traffic issues. In Florida, the airline had to cancel 1,124 flights, over 30% of its daily operation. On Sunday, more than 800 trips than Saturday. Jesus Christ, according to the data, the flight track platform, flightware.com, the website also showed 588 cancellations for Monday. Southwest, whose shares fell as much as 4.3%, ooh, that's a big dip, did not get much cancellations, but what? Did not give up the number of cancellations. 
but it said it was significant. While we are working on stabilizing our operations, we anticipate to resume normal services this week. The airliner said in a reply to a tweet from a flyer asking about cancellation flights. Meanwhile, its pilots union has denied speculation on social media that the cancellations were due to the actions the union sets due to their actions. Like uh, the shot thing, if you have over 100 employees, there, I guess a lot of the pilots don't want to get it. The union said in a statement on Saturday that they are aware of these operations as the operational difficulties, but the pilots were not participating in any unofficial or official job activities. Wow. You know, it's pretty amazing that the union is, is responsible for so many people and I mean, they have to come out separately to be like, yo, our guys had nothing to do with this. This shit is their fault. They're blaming weather, whatever they're blaming, but this ain't us. And I wonder if it's like a PR thing just to make sure that they stay clean. Anyway, uh, this comes in quotes. If I had last week said it would... F what? I really, I really, really... Today is not the day. Today's Monday. Mental health is just like gone out the window and my, my reading is completely stuck. If I had last week said it would be it would file a temporary restraining order to stop Southwest from complying with COVID-19 vaccine mandates for federal contractors, which including major airlines, the Federal Aviation Administration said on Sunday, no FAA air traffic staffing shortage has been reported since Friday. Flight delays and cancellations occurred. For a few hours Friday p.m. due to widespread severe weather, military training, and limited staffing in one area of Jacksonville in Route Center. I mean, that's pretty interesting. I just don't think that they're telling us everything. And if there's military training and that's what shut everything down, maybe they should say that. They got people worried about what the fuck is really going on. And I think the pilots might be tripping. I'm going to keep it a buck. Dumb guys are really getting ridiculed. Guys and girls... Excuse me, but they're definitely getting ridiculed for what they do, man. They they have a very, very tough job. And if you haven't flown lately, it's dangerous out there. The motherfucker, everybody's on 10. Everybody's definitely on 10. So let's talk about this don't comply thing. I have no idea what this is about, so we're going to learn about this together. Uh, hashtag don't comply. Push surges on social media, urging others to restrain. Oh, we're, we're going we're gonna to keep going with, with the spacing. It's just bad spacing, so when I'm reading it, like, it stutters, and I stutter because I can't fucking read. So as it's, like, teleprompting, it, like, uh, and my ass just follows it along. I'm like Ron Burgundy. Uh, hashtag don't comply. Push surges on social media, urging others to resist vaccine mandates. The hashtag do not comply trend highly on social media platforms Monday as those who oppose vaccine mandates took to the Internet to spread their message. On Twitter, the hashtag was used in nearly 50,000 tweets as and now it's not going <laughs> as early as Monday afternoon. Well, it was also widely applied on posts on Facebook, Instagram and Reddit and elsewhere. The phrase was mentioned in tags on YouTube and TikTok. It's almost always accompanied with opinionated voices against mandates regarding vaccines and or face masks. Many of these instances also included warning labels because platforms labeled the message as containing misleading or inaccurate information. However, not all the posts were quickly labeled, as we pointed out by some concerned social media users the user wrote do not comply is not necessarily anti-vax it's about getting out of my face until i feel like it's the right time for myself or my children who do you people think you are pushing others into something approved not even a year ago May okay i don't this is somebody else's shit make sure y'all know i'm not saying this that's in quotes that's some other man a woman's a words them ain't mine this ain't got nothing to do with me 
Many of the messages on Monday were tied to Southwest Airlines over the weekend, the air cancellations. That's funny how this story ties into the other story. The airline had canceled more than 1,000 flights. We already talked about that. The theory began uh, spreading rapidly due to the labor shortage, demonstrating that the pilot union, which opposed the company's COVID vaccine mandate. However, on Monday, Southwest pushed back, saying that those claims citing despite Yeah, so, okay, Southwest said it was weather, but everybody still thinks that it has something to do with the union and the strike now is there issues going on with the union and the pilots yes how deep and how bad we don't know uh for delays and cancellations the outspoken conservative pundit candace owens also joined the do not comply crowd on monday she wrote hundreds and thousands of troops remain unvaccinated with deadlines to vaccines approaching pilots and atc are refusing to vax and shutting down airlines good no one anyway should comply with the totalitarian regime. Many argue that their stance represented their support of personal liberties. As the person said, I do not comply for my children, for my family, for future generations so that they have freedoms to choose in the future. I mean, eh, a little virtuoso. Once the red line is crossed, we cannot go back. And this is no longer just about a mask or just about a vaccine. It's about body sovereignty and its freedom. That's interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. You know, we definitely have to do what they're asking because they're kind of uh, force feeding this. Are there other vaccines that they have force fed on us? Yeah. Do we follow along? Of course we do. We're not going to sit there and say no. But the reason why this one bothers me more is because there's their evidence is very, very meek and very uh, it's weak. This whole shit is weak. I'm not opposed to the vaccine. I'm opposed to the mandate. That's all. I do not comply with people telling me what the fuck to do. Give me the option. That's all. And my chest has been hurting, y'all. So I'm going to tell you, I am fucking terrified. Like, I feel like my days are numbered and I'm scared fucking shitless. I can't even play. It scares the shit out of me. So if you didn't see Tyson Fury this weekend and Dante Wilder fighting, you were pretty much under a rock because those two big, giant, long-armed behemoths were throwing blows in uh, the T-Mobile Arena here in Las Vegas. And it was a pretty dope fight to watch because... So Tyson Fury as a person, like, he's built oddly. And he moves very well for a boxer that's that size and stature, but he's still built very oddly. And then when you see, like, when you see someone like Tyson, uh, excuse me, not Tyson, uh, Deontay Wilder, you go, wow, what a physique. I mean, he looks like an athlete's athlete. Six and change, you know, 200 plus pounds. This man looks like an Adonis, right? But he has no gas tank. And he doesn't really have a natural boxing skill. He actually got into boxing later on in his age. You know, a lot of people forget that Deontay started boxing because his daughter was sick and he was trying to make money. And he just had a mean fucking hit. Like, he was a naturally good boxer, which went well until he met Tyson. This is the third fight they've had. Uh, Tyson didn't just, you know, easily beat him. No, 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 not at all. Tyson Fury actually got dropped twice in the fight. And he dropped him three times. And it wasn't good. It just... That last blow, you know, he threw a left, he missed, and he fucking landed this overhand right and hit him right in the temple. And you can see that he was gone, gone. Great fight. It was exciting. It's always hard to watch big guys. Big guys aren't really exciting. Like, they're just too big to watch. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to enjoy uh, uh, pause, but I love combat sports. That's, to me, the ultimate sport. It's it's awesome. I think it was, I think it was a really good fight. And I think Deontay is still... 
super pussy for what he did. Uh, the last fight, he blamed it on the suit. In this fight, he wouldn't even shake the man's hand. He said he don't respect him because he cheated. Bro, he came up with every excuse in the book during the last fight. And uh, I, I'm going to tell you this. I'm sorry. I got an itch. I got a scratch. Ugh. I just don't appreciate that. I really don't. I think that's just terrible sportsmanship. And I think that should really be that should be checked. Like in the locker room, y'all should really sit his ass down. But hey, man, you, you're showing just terrible ring etiquette. And and that's not good for kids. That's not good for future fighters that see that because they're going to be like, wow, well, if he's a champion and he can act like an asshole, then I can too. It's not even an asshole. Hey, bro, like it takes two to tango. Y'all need each other. So genderless toy aisles. I find this very interesting because I'm a parent of five children, boys and girls, and science will tell you that little boys just like being destructive and creative in different ways than little girls. Um, you can take gender out, call them whatever the fuck you want to call them, XYs, YXs, and XXs. Cool. Listen, kids have very different traits. All kids are different. Uh, if anything, being a parent teaches you that people are so different and you should approach everyone in life accordingly. None of my kids are the same. Every single one of them is different. It is so, I mean, beyond interesting to have conversations with each one of them because their point of views are so different. So when it comes to anything about them having to make a choice based on what a corporation believes or what I don't know where we're going with this. I don't know what non-gender toys mean. Like, my son mostly plays with cars. Cars don't got dicks or vaginas. Like, he'll walk down the, the so-called girls aisle. He'll just walk down and see dolls and be like, oh, look, it's a pretty girl. Like, he just has no interest in it. That doesn't mean that it's because the gender is what's keeping my son away. You know, we're going to get into this story, but... They paint this picture as if kids are walking around completely lost. Like if you're parenting your child to not understand what they are biologically, that's a little that that's child abuse. Because what is a genderless? Have you ever seen a doll naked? Like they're all like round everywhere. It doesn't even look like a real human body. It shit looks like a disgusting alien. There's no gender in a Ken doll. It just has a dude face or it has male facial features. It's all mush down there. It's like a round little hump. It's like not even the camels, though. Y'all know that. Like, you've seen fucking toys, right? Like, what's the difference? So what? Some have pink and some don't. Some have muscles. Do little girls want to play with wrestling dolls? Go for it. Like, there's nothing that says you can't buy your daughter wrestling toys. If my daughter says, Dad, I want a Stone Cold Steve Austin toy, then go get it. If my son says, Dad, I want a doll, I might be opposed to it. I might say, why? Man, if he has a reason, if he really wants it, fuck it. Give him the doll. I don't have a problem with that. That doesn't make my son nothing di- i mean it i don't understand what that even means like who cares like it's just a toy so they're pushing laws to make businesses now have genderless aisles i think this is interesting and this story comes from the washington post a 10 year old girl shopping with her mother one day when at when she asked a question why are some toys off limits to her as a girl but would be okay to play with if she were a boy that's a horrible way to raise your kids. You're a piece of shit if that's how you raise your kids. There's no such thing. You can play whatever the fuck you want to play. Why would you box your child like that? Why are you taking that opportunity away from your child to learn what they like and what they don't like? I don't mind my son playing with the doll the same way I don't mind my daughter playing with cars. Like, I don't get it. You, The, the reason why this child feels this way is because the parent wasn't doing their job and letting their child just appreciate toys and experiment and get out there and look at things that's the real problem 
that they box their kids up and then they want everybody else to conform because they're too shitty to teach their kids how to be better people. The girl was the daughter of a staffer who worked at a California lawmaker for a California lawmaker this year. Very convenient. Assemblyman Evan Lowe cited the girl's question as an inspiration for the bill he wrote that will force some retailers to create gender neutral children's sections in stores. I don't know what the fuck that even means. That is so weird to me. I think as a parent, it's our job to do that. You shouldn't be able to force a business to do anything. What does it matter? Like, even if it says girls and boys, I don't even think it says that anymore. But even if it does, so what? You're not saying anything. So what? This doesn't do shit. What are they going to do? Have a bunch of weird ass, like, now you're going to create a bunch of new dolls that do what? California Governor Gavin Newsom on Saturday signed Lowe's legislation. Assembly Bill 1084, which will force large retailers, I I hate that fucking word, to have non-gender toy sections starting 2024. Proponents said the requirements will help consumers comparation, what? I don't know what that word is. Comparation? Why can't I read that? My mouth don't work. (laughs) Shop and also tamper down on gender stereotypes that hurt children who play with toys marketed to a different gender. I don't understand what that even means. The tractor said a law infringements on business owners freedom to yeah, to market their products and lay out their store as they see fit. That's the problem I see with it. Like how are you stopping the business from like you're going to make them remove a whole shelf and redo a whole area? Do you understand they sell shelf space? Like that shit comes at a premium. Like what if I don't have room to add another aisle? Like you're going to make me remove an aisle that's making me money in order to comply with this sh- fucking weird ass law that doesn't have anything to do with business at all the new law introduced by democratic lawmakers Lowe and Kristen garcia won't prohibit stars from having traditional boys and girls sections but will require them to have a reasonable section of toys and items in a gender neutral section but what the fuck does that mean regardless of whether they have been traditionally marketed for either boys or girls the requirement will apply to retailers with 500 or more employees in california those failing to meet Starting January 1 of 2024, we'll face a $250 fine for the first offense and a $500 fine for after. Keeping similar items that are traditionally marketed for either boys or girls separate makes it more difficult for consumers to compare the products and incorrectly implies their use by one gender and it's inappropriate. What the fuck are you talking about? No, it isn't. I can walk down the girls aisle and not feel no type of way. I don't care if it says girls. Guess what? I'm a man, and I can also walk through the women's aisle with my daughter and help her pick out clothing. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't make it harder. If my daughter goes to the guy's aisle, the men's aisle, or whatever you want to call it, the male's department, and she sees something that she likes, why can't she have it? She's not going to be confused. There's nothing that she's confused about. Like if my daughter goes, oh, dad, how come girls can't wear suits? Who who said that? How come girls can't do this? Who says? Who says? Because that's what this shit really implies, that we're holding women and and children away from doing what they want to do. Because I feel like this is definitely a girl thing. Because boys are brave and bold and will jump out there and do things. And it's just studies show that little boys don't give a shit. They'll play with things. And in their mind... The doll that they're holding is a monster truck, a car, flying. It's just science behind most of these toys. Sorry. Don't be upset. Stop hindering your daughters from doing whatever the fuck they want to do. That's the real issue here. That you have a bunch of people that don't understand that little girls don't have to be little girls. Traditional children's toys and products have been categorized by a children's gender. I don't think they have. In retail, that has led a pro... Wow, I'm not even going to do that. 
I'm not even going to do that. Why are they even showing half of that stuff? I'm not even going to get into that. It's all science behind toys. It's crazy. The story goes into the fashion and how they're created and how everything. I'm not even going to get into that. I find it uh, almost embarrassing that we have to do these types of things in order to make people happy because it's not. I mean, you're not even being progressive. This shit is stupid. What can't little girls play with that little boys can? And what can't little boys play with that little girls can? What? You tell me. I don't have a problem with that. Somebody help me understand. Please help me. Help me fucking understand. What What are we talking about? The problem is you're so narrow-minded that instead of just telling your daughter she can do whatever she wants to do, when your daughter said, Dad, how come I can't play with those toys? I would look at my daughter, first off, because my kids don't even think that way. You have trained your child to be inside of a box. You are a horrible parent. My kids would never say that. If my daughter said, Dad, I want to play with that, or Dad, how come I can't? Who said you can't? The only, I think the only thing you can't do as a girl is like pee standing up without making a mess. Besides that, I don't give a fuck what you do. Don't hurt nobody. My son, same thing. I don't get it. Like You make it so difficult. And stop talking to your kids about sexuality so goddamn much. That shit is weird, man. Y'all have this weird fucking obsession with talking to kids about sex. Stop. Kids ain't worried about sex. Okay? If your daughter doesn't understand why toys are the way they are, then teach her. And then allow her to go explore through the boy toys, the so-called boy toys. Let her go through the toys. And if she doesn't like or does like, then let her pick something and be a good parent and let her play with it, weirdo. Like, that's where it all boils down to. You just created a law that is infringing on businesses because this has nothing to do with you. You're taking up real estate space. You're taking up shelf space. And now companies are going to have to comply with this weird-ass fucking law for what? And for who, honestly? Who? Whose child is this goddamn confused? It seems like it's bad parenting, and now you're you're giving bad parents a shield or a or a, a, a haven. Excuse me, is that what it is? Like a safe haven for shitty parenting? Let's just put a law behind it. I always think that's fucking awesome. Superman, oh Superman! This is another one of those things that really frustrates me and bothers me because I feel like there's no creativity, and as an artist, when things like this happen, I get very upset. Give a new artist an opportunity to blossom and create something new and stop taking something that has a legacy and ruining that legacy in order to be inclusionary when what you're really doing is destroying what once was and not giving on an opportunity, a true opportunity for what's to come. Imagine if we wouldn't have let Elon Musk create Tesla and he was forced to go work for Chevy and Chevy had to put out an electric car. They've done it four, five, six, seven times. Matter of fact, the electric car isn't new by no means. The electric car is about 50 years old. If it wasn't for Elon Musk being able to do what he's doing and using his mind, his brain, his genius to make Tesla and their cars, we wouldn't have all the Tesla vehicles that are on the road today. And that's what happens when they do this with anything that's on TV. Now Superman is bisexual. That's fine. Why not create a brand new character with a brand new storyline? No, now we're going to take Superman, an alien, who how the... Uh, we don't even know if aliens fuck humans. That should be the first question. Most people don't even know that Superman doesn't fly. Superman just jumps and falls. He don't fly. He, he moves and leaps and bounds. So he just jumps from place to place. Goku whoop his ass. Now he's bisexual. What the fuck does that have to do with him being a superhero, bro? I don't care who you lay down with. I don't care who your relationship is with. Again, you took away an opportunity from uh, a bisexual artist 
which is so weird that your sexuality is what determines your position in making this cartoon and even the whole script being like behind a bisexual life like that's weird because it's just a comic and it should be fun and you're turning it into a, a, a virtuoso thing where you're pushing again sexuality like over sexuality no matter if it's man on man woman on woman woman and man over sexuality is over sexuality nobody's watching superman for the person he's fucking sorry Let's get into the story. This story comes from NBC News. John Kent, the son of Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Oh, this is great. We'll start a relationship with a man. Superman, son of Kali, hits the stands November 9th. Happy coming out day with the latest Man of Steel DC Comics announced Monday on National Coming Out Day that the new Superman is bisexual and will start a relationship with a man in a forthcoming series, excuse me, issue of Superman, son of Kali. Or, I'm pretty sure I pronounced that wrong. A first from IGN, John Kent, the son of Clark Kent and Lois Lane, who inherited his father's powers, will fall for a reporter, Jay Nakumi, who has met while trying to who has met trying to. I don't know what the fuck is going on. My mouth don't work. Where were we? Whom he met while trying to what? Trying and failing to attend high school using a secret identity, according to The New York Times. After John Kent burns out from trying to save everyone that he can, Jay is there to care for him. According to the new release from DC Comics, the two kiss in the fifth issue, which will hit stands November 9th. I've always said that everyone needs a hero and everyone deserves to see themselves in their heroes. And I'm very grateful that DC and Warner Brother shares the idea, wrote Tom Taylor. According to the release, Superman's symbol has always stood for hope, truth, for justice. Today's symbol represents something more today. More people can see themselves in a more powerful superhero comic. And that I agree with, but I would rather see something brand new that if you really want to be inclusionary, you would give people an opportunity to create their own legacy. Like the idea that you're just going to take Superman's son and do this. Okay, that's fine. It's not creative. You're not really giving people a new lane. It's not It's not creative at all. I think it's very, very fucking just... It's tragic to think that we're just going to keep on following this lineage of just either making a character gay or making a character uh, a girl. That's what I have to do with everything. Like, oh, Iron Man's going to be Iron Girl now. Or the character's going to go from white to black. Or the character's going to go from straight to gay. Like, they're not being creative. Creativity's completely out the window. It doesn't make no sense. So... This is going to get really good, right? So this whole show is out the window. I'm pretty sure algorithms going to fuck us up. Uh, did you borrow a laptop for your children during COVID um, that they offered for you know all the kids because we we're doing at-home schooling? Like most of us, we did because I just wasn't really sure how long we were going to do it for and what we really needed at the time. So we just said, fuck it, let's do it. Now, I knew once I let in a device that was from somebody else it was watching us and it would be spying on us some type of way and, and tapping into whatever my kids were doing all the time. So as a good parent, when you're done with school, you shut this thing and stuff that away, turn off the Wi-Fi and don't allow that shit to track you. I don't know if y'all didn't do that. I hope you did. Uh, the story was saying that a lot of teachers were basically watching kids in class and when they were sad and shit, they were checking in on them. I don't know how true that shit is. All I know is that if people have the opportunity to watch you, they will. Be very careful what you take in from the school district. Anything you borrow from the government, just know they're watching you and they're going to overreach. Complete overreach. So, food stamps. This is an amazing topic that never gets discussed in the light that is a negative thing. And I make sure that I let everybody know that food stamps to me are a very negative thing because the system itself is built 
to help and to <sighs> what's the proper way to put this? The food stamp system is made to help and in wealth and enrich farmers. It's called the farmer's bill for a reason. It's a farming bill to help farmers. It gives them guaranteed money. It's the opposite of a free market. It's definitely socialism. Now, I'm all for help, but what we have to do is fix the problem. When a family needs food stamps, obviously, they're not making enough money. So how do we provide them education to put them in a position in life they can make enough money to take care of themselves and not need food stamps? They don't. What they do is they continue to give you food stamps and keep you in debt. Then more people end up on food stamps because now the prices of food go up because if 10 people are on food stamps, now the stores, the people that are providing the food, the farmers themselves know that guarantee they have $20 billion to tap into. It's a matter of how much food they can get to us as fast as they can. The reason why you can get junk food with food stamps and you can get healthy foods with food stamps is because you can't make the market one way. Chips. Gum, Gatorades, all have gone crazy in inflation because of food stamps. A lot of people buy tons of junk food with food stamps, and that just kind of defeats the purpose of the system, right? It's supposed to be just to help you get by for seven months. That was the original rule. That's just out the window. Food stamps hasn't been that in a real long time. Now food stamps has become just basically an allowance that the government gives you. With that allowance means that other people are going to have to pay even more for food, and the prices will never regulate themselves, and you're going to always need food stamps because so many people will be on stamps that the farmers won't even know how to operate at a regular price because farmers right now are operating at a guaranteed fake income. They're the ones getting welfare, not us, the people. Most of these welfare, as a matter of fact, every single welfare program that exists in America helps the major corporations and the businesses that actually are helping us. The farming bill does not help people get food to their home. What would help people get food to their home is more affordable food pricing and better jobs. Not food stamps. Food stamps is a way to control people. And then you trick them by taking food stamps from them when they do better. And then they start to do worse because in their brain they go, oh shit, when I do good, they take away my money. It's not your money. They've been giving it to you for so long, you feel like it's your money. And then you feel some type of way when they take it. So you go, well shit, I don't want to do good. I'm going to lose my $600 in food stamps. You see how that works? They've literally broken us down. Story comes from CBS News, and this is Joe Biden's great work, by the way. The 42 million Americans who collect food stamps will receive an average boost of 27 percent to their benefits beginning on October 1st, making the largest increase in history of SafeNet program. The permanent increase was announced in August by U.S. Department of Agriculture, Farmers, which administers the Supplemental Nutrients Assistance Program, or SNAP, the official name for food stamps. Despite the hike, most households may only see a moderate raise in benefits because a temporary 15% boost to SNAP benefits directed by the Biden administration's American Rescue Plan expires September 30th, according to the Central of Budget and Policy Priorities. A liberal think tank still Most households will see an increase in their benefits beginning this month, although the timing will depend on the state's payment schedule. On average, each person will see their benefits raised by about $36 a month under the revised Thrifty Food Plan. The agency said a family of four now qualifies for food stamps and could receive a maximum of $834 a month in aid within a convict within a what consequential 48 states. Oh, 
Continental 48 states compared with a maximum of 680 for a family of four prior to the boost, according to the USDA. So families will be making more money. But again, that doesn't help the situation. If the situation that the family is short $800 for food, why can't we provide them a job that will provide that money and then just get rid of the program so that taxpayers don't have to fund this? See, because taxpayers get hit both ways because you're still paying taxes on this bullshit, right? So they tax you for using the food stamps. And on top of taxing you for using the food stamps, it gets real. This is where it gets super good, right? People are going to pay taxes to fund your food stamps. Plus, you pay your own taxes, right? And it all goes to the same place. And then everybody that's not on food stamps has to pay more for food, which makes it harder for them to buy food, which means that they get less food and they get worse nutrients in their life. And they're not on the system, but they have to now live a worse lifestyle because they're doing better. It's such a fucked up plan. It never has made any sense. You raise prices for people that are working day and night. And then for those that either don't have the education or can't figure it out, which happens? I mean, at this point, I think we can obviously say some people just don't make it. Fine. We need help for certain people. But with that being said, why is it that those that do well get punished? It has to stop being take from the rich and give to the poor. What happens when you become rich? Isn't the goal to become rich? Well, what happens when you become rich? Do you not pay? Do you pay more? Do you give? Because there's so many of you fucking virtuoso CEOs out there that run all these giant corporations. And I don't see y'all paying y'all employees crazy bread. I don't see y'all paying more in taxes. Y'all really ain't helping out. I mean, if it was me and if I had a business that was that big and we had that much money and we're making that much of a surplus. Anybody that was on food stamps, tell me how much you get paid and we need to get you off those food stamps. We need to make sure that you are making enough money. And hopefully your value is of that, right? Like this would be for people that bring that much value to their company. You see? So, I mean, again, free market. Yo, you got to work hard. You got to earn. And food stamps are there to help. And I'm not opposed to help. What I'm opposed to is hindering the entire future of our country. And that's what's going to happen. I mean, the rest of the story comes from Fox. And it's basically breaking down how our GDP is going to go down. And how it's going to really affect jobs. It's going to make it seem like things are sweet because these farmers are getting this guaranteed money. With this guaranteed money, they'll be able to fucking just rob the coal crush. That's all it is. There's no way to say that food stamps don't work. It really isn't because people think that's crazy to say. Like the idea that you can sit there and say food stamps ain't shit is, is really hard for a lot of people to digest. Believe me, if food was not supplemented, it would be cheaper and you wouldn't need as much money. Like your $20 will fill the basket again. I mean, that's probably the perfect testament to inflation. At one point in time, $20 would fill your basket. $20 is probably a baggie now just a baggie a bag of chips is almost two dollars bubble gum is like 45 cents for five sticks what the fuck is going on i'm gonna say this i'm gonna go play video games with my friends my name is kasabian live in the moment don't live in the past be safe stay dangerous lavo loves you one